evening and praise the Lord. I am so excited. Uh, I use that word a lot, and that's because I'm excited about God. I'm excited about the things of God. I'm excited about what God's doing in your life. And so welcome to our Wednesday night, our first Wednesday night in 2022. Uh, it's right at 7.30, and it's time for us to dive into the Word of God for today. So usually it takes a couple minutes for people to get the signal and to dial in. Um, I usually take that time to say hello to you, uh, especially if you're visiting with us, and this is your very first Wednesday night experience. Maybe you're checking us out online, uh, thinking about uh, attending one of our Sunday morning services. Well, you know, we're so glad to have you in this moment. Um, we are a church family that preaches and teaches the Word of God. We believe in preaching the Word of faith, and uh, we, we just thank God for what He has done in us as a congregation in the few short years that we have been in existence. Uh, God's vision for Faith Family Church is to help you grow, and become great so that you can help others. And so if that uh, sounds good to you, then we invite you to take some time to come and visit with us on a Sunday morning. Currently, we are located at Burks Elementary School, which is at West Road and Queenston, right here in Northwest Harris County. <clears throat> 8500 Queenston Boulevard is the specific address. And so we have Sunday morning services at 10.30 a.m. Uh, we also have our Wednesday night, which is currently online. Uh, we're looking to do something a little bit different in 2022, where our Wednesday night live services are concerned. Uh, so all of you faithful watchers and listeners, uh, be sure to keep an ear out uh, within the next few weeks to hear about something good that's going to be happening on Wednesday nights, where our Wednesday night live broadcast is concerned. Uh, also, we've got uh, women's Bible studies. Yesterday, they had a good turnout at, at 11 o'clock a.m. And then also their evening uh, Bible studies for women. And so you want to make yourself available to that. But thanks again if you are visiting. Hello to my faith family everywhere, all over, and obviously online. Um, so glad to share a new uh, beginning with you, another year. Uh, we're expecting 2022 to be an amazing year for you and for your family. So I'm so honored that you are taking this time to be on the broadcast with us. I would love to know who's connected and who's watching. Um, I see Jacqueline Hilton has already uh, chimed in and let us know that she's watching. And Karen Sanders, praise God uh, for you guys. So uh, no matter if you're a member, a visitor, uh, if you're just stopping by, uh, give us a shout out. Let us know that you're watching. I'll be ministering this word to you tonight. So uh, it's good to know who I'm talking to uh, and, and preaching to. So thank you all for being online tonight. Um, just a couple of heads up. Man, we are already off to an amazing start in 2022 in our church services. God's given us a prophetic message and uh, you don't want to miss any part of this. Uh, so just be praying towards uh, God's leading, God's direction. Also, January 30th is going to be a very special Sunday for us at Faith Family. It's our blowout Sunday. 
It's the Sunday. We want every member, visitor, uh, volunteer to all come on the same day. Uh, we're going to talk about God's vision for faith family and what that looks like in our future. We've been believing for our own facilities. We've been sowing into other ministries and we want to be all on the same page with no divisions among us. So that's a very good time for us to talk about what the future looks like. So mark your calendar, January 30th. We are going to have refreshments. Uh, special events have asked me to smoke a brisket, which I'm already looking forward to. And uh, I, I believe you'll enjoy the entire day. We've got some special activities for the kids, bounce house, uh, some surprise uh, activities for the kids, and you're going to really, really enjoy it. So again, let me know that you are connected and online and that uh, everything is looking good and sounding good. And without further ado, I think everything's connected well. Um, we'll just jump right into the Word of God. We usually call Wednesday night an hour of power. So, uh, you know, we, we usually go right up to 830. Uh, sometimes we'll get excited and go a little bit longer, but we'll try to keep it concise. But let's uh, go ahead and just jump right into it with a word of prayer. Amen. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this. Another opportunity to sit at your feet and to receive a word from your throne. Uh, we pray that my speech and preaching tonight will not be with the enticing words of man's wisdom, let it be by demonstration of your spirit and of power that our faith will not rest in the wisdom of a man, but in the power of your word. Father, we need a word from you. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So use my tongue as the pen of a ready writer to speak your word into the hearts of these that are online tonight. And those that will be joining us online and throughout into the future. We thank you, Father. We believe we receive great revelation and insight of your word in Jesus' name. And all that agree with that prayer said, Amen, Amen, Amen. All right, well, let's open our Bibles, if you would, to the book of Matthew chapter 6, which we'll find our text for a brand new series that we're starting tonight that is called the kingdom what is it like in matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 very familiar passage of scripture for us in matthew chapter 6 verse 33 it says but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Um, the, the, the title, uh, for those of you that are just jumping on, and thank you for letting us know that you're online. I'm seeing a lot of people starting to pop up now. Um, we spent a whole year last year in 2021, on Wednesday night specifically, focused on the blessing of the Lord. Uh, my life will never be the same as a result of the time we spent in the Word of God. I, I wish we were physically present because I'd ask you how many of you all would be able to say the same, that the teaching, the revelation knowledge that flowed on Wednesday nights throughout 2021 
um, has really revolutionized uh, my thinking. I, I can't think of the word or hear anything about blessing without knowing what that means and what that looks like and what the word of God has to say about it. In the process of our study, we stumbled upon revelation concerning the gospel. Uh, I know we had a little bit of a, 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 a unique situation with our last broadcast on Wednesday night for 2021. Um, but the message just brought it to a head, the gospel. You know, we got the gospel according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The gospel that we preach is actually, as the book of Romans calls it, the gospel of blessing. The gospel of blessing which essentially is to us that understand what the word gospel means and how it's used in the New Testament and what blessing means. Essentially, the gospel of blessing is that if you hear Jesus and if you believe in Jesus and obey what Jesus says, then God is going to say something good over your life that's going to cause the blessing of Abraham to manifest. <clears throat> God will bless you with the blessing of Abraham. <clears throat> that revelation also led us to what is now a brand new study for us in 2022. <clears throat> Excuse me. So as we ended out last year, I began to pray and get direction about particularly uh, what Wednesday nights look like for 2022. <coughs> Excuse me. And I am so excited to announce that throughout the Wednesday nights in 2022, at least as far as I can see, uh, at least the first half and even beyond, even like it was for 2021, at Faith Family Church on Wednesday nights, we're supposed to focus on the kingdom of God. You know, this is a huge subject as we're about to find out. And even as we begin to, to step into it on our Sundays in the month of December, had clear direction, it is time to preach the kingdom. And we took two specific Sunday mornings and we started looking at, you know, why things are the way they are and you know, what, what needs to happen as a result? Well, the revelation of the gospel of blessing, the revelation of the blessing of the Lord has now led us to a brand new study concerning the kingdom of God. Uh, because not only can the, can the gospel be called the gospel of blessing, it's also called the gospel of the kingdom which we, we saw it in, in, in a couple of, uh, of different sessions. And now we get to talk about the kingdom of God. In other words, Jesus preached that the way things work in the area of God's dominion is by hearing, believing, and obeying God, which result in the blessing of the Lord. I mean, think about how it even applies in our text. In Matthew chapter 6, he's talking about the things that you have need of, the basic necessities beyond even the things that you want, things that the Gentiles seek. 
He says, don't worry about your life. Don't focus on what are you going to eat? What are you going to wear? You know, how your children going to be cared for? You know, what the future holds? He says, don't worry about tomorrow. Glory to God. You know, sufficient unto the day is its own. But seek first. Oh, thank you, Lord. The kingdom. Uh, how many people actually do that? Uh, the, he, he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. So what's inspired me? OK, number one, we did an entire series on the subject of you in righteousness. And again, if we're lacking any sufficiency concerning life, if we're struggling in our marital relationship or family relationships, if we're struggling on the job, if we're struggling uh, in the church to find a church, anything that's necessary for life, it should be being added to us. But the requirement is you've got to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. So we took time to look at what is righteousness and how does it work? What it, you know, all the different dynamics. But when have we taken time to seek the kingdom? And what does that look like? What does it look? What did Jesus really mean when he said, folk, don't focus on what you need. You know, sometimes I get the sense that people log on to listen to messages to find out how is what I'm going through right now uh, going to be better? In other words, how, is, how does this message that this preacher is preaching, how does it impact my life? How does it apply? I don't know about you. I, I'm the same way. You know, when, I, when I'm listening to preaching, teaching, listening to my pastor, my dad uh, in Detroit, and, you know, I'm, uh, how is what he's saying, how... how are what the people that, that I'm drawing from and feeding from on a regular basis, how, are, how is what they're saying, how does it apply to my life, my marriage, my children, our, our finances, you know, our, what, the future, the church, right? Um, but the beautiful part about this statement that Jesus made is that when you seek the kingdom, and, and, and being in right standing with God, all of the things that are necessary in life, all the things you want, the desire, and you need, they will be added to you. So I hope, I hope you don't get discouraged when we get down into the nuts and bolts of what the kingdom, what it's like. Uh, because, you know, we, we, we want you to be able to focus on what Jesus said to focus. Amen. All right, so uh, my assignment in this series, in this immediate series, so the, the, the way it'll work is the general subject for Wednesday nights for 2022 is the kingdom of God. But um, God has given me something specific to focus on right now. So for this immediate series called The Kingdom, What Is It Like?, we are going to show you from the word of God what it is like in the kingdom. Very simple. What is the kingdom like? If we're supposed to look for it, then we need to know what does it look like? What is it like in the area of God's dominion? Let's just uh, remind ourselves of, of some very central facts. 
So Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God. Now, if you take, and, and, and um, I don't know what Bible app you use. Uh, I, I hold up my phone and I say, this is my Bible because my Bible is an app on the phone. I, I've got other Bibles, you know, please don't be mad at me, but I carry this everywhere with me, you know, kind of like a pocket New Testament. Uh, I got the whole study right here and I got access to my notes. These devices are really, really cool. Um, if you don't have this Bible app, I want to highly encourage, I was listening to Brother Copeland uh, uh, Monday night, and he also uses Blue Letter Bible. So if you go to your app store, not now, write it down, but if you were to go to your app store and you search Blue Letter Bible, uh, you can download it free of charge. You can give them a donation if you want, but uh, it's totally free, and I've used it for free for many years, but because it's been a blessing every now and then, uh, when, when, when the opportunity comes, I'll, I'll sow into it uh, just something to help them keep going and spreading the word. But if you were to type into a search engine or a concordance of the Bible, kingdom of God, you'll find that there's 68 different verses of scripture that have that phrase, that exact phrase, kingdom of God, in 68 different passages of scripture. Then also, uh, because different writers wrote from different perspectives and they use different words, we also know the expression kingdom of heaven is often used. If you were to type in kingdom of heaven, just those three words, kingdom of heaven, you'll find that 31 different exact phrases are used in the scripture. You put those two numbers together and it's 99 times that we see the phrase kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven, which are the same. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven are the same. 99 different verses. Well, if we're going to be effective in seeking first the kingdom of God, we ought to look at all 99 verses. Now, don't get nervous because we're not going to try to do that tonight. But what I am challenging you to get excited with me about is that over the next 50 weeks, 52 weeks, however, you know, whatever we'll have as the Holy Spirit directs, that we'll focus on the kingdom in light of all the other wonderful stuff that we'll talk about on Sundays and and, and in different opportunities. But let's spend some time together seeking first the kingdom of God. The title uh, for tonight's message specifically, I'm really excited to just introduce this to you. I, I, I want to talk about what the Bible has to say about preaching the kingdom. Because over these next weeks, as far as we can see, that's what we're going to be doing. I mean, we're going to be preaching the kingdom. Let's start in the book of Matthew chapter four, so you all can get a taste of where I'm coming from with this. In Matthew chapter four, verse 23, it says that Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. So here we have the very beginnings of Jesus's ministry. If you don't know it, 
Jesus, according to Matthew, was born in chapter one and chapter two, the genealogy into the actual events surrounding his birth. We just celebrated that. Then in chapter three, of course, he was baptized by John and all of the events surrounding the Holy Spirit coming upon him, God speaking from heaven. And then in chapter four of Matthew, Jesus went into the wilderness before starting his ministry. And when he came out of the wilderness, he came out preaching the house of fire. And of course, verse 23 gives us a, a summary statement of Jesus beginning to preach from Galilee. It says that he went about all of Galilee teaching in the synagogue. I wonder what he was teaching. Yeah, how would you like to go to one of, uh, one of Jesus's classes at the synagogue? Amen. I would love that. Amen. Well, you know, here we are. And, and I believe Jesus through me is teaching in the church. Glory to God. Where God's people are. And uh, I believe that he was teaching about the kingdom. Uh, what I'm starting to see is that he talked about it everywhere he went. And I really want that to um, impact your heart tonight. Because I, I, I just want to, I want to stir up your expectation about what these next weeks, sometimes we get so focused on what we want and what we don't have that we don't focus on him and what he wants and what he needs to have. Hallelujah. Focus on God's business. And you can be rest assured your business will be taken care of. So I believe he was teaching the kingdom in the synagogues. But it also says that he went about teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel. It doesn't stop there. It says specifically he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Somebody say the gospel of the kingdom. If you want to know what Jesus preached to the multitudes, to the masses, when he was on the mountain, when he was by the lake, he was preaching the gospel. That word gospel, we've studied it. We, come, we know that it means uh, good news. Uh, you could translate it glad tidings of good things, but essentially by right, if you look in the blue letter Bible at Strong's Concordance, the word gospel is a good message. And so, you know, hey, let's just put that definition in here. Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in the synagogues and preaching a good, uh, uh, preaching good messages about the kingdom of God. <laughs> you, I'm getting excited because that's what's happening tonight. We're preaching the kingdom tonight. This is a good message about the kingdom. We're going to talk about what it's like. So uh, just established everywhere he went, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. And I'm hoping and, and I'm going to somehow try to track it that over the next 50 weeks, we can look at 99 different passages of scripture. That's about two. If we just looked at two different, you know, scriptures that talk about the kingdom of God, hey, at the end of 2022, we, we would have covered every verse in the Bible that talks about the kingdom of God in the exact phrase. If you take it out of the exact phrase, now you have an even more abundance, okay? But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just so excited about this. 
Now, now of course, uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 is after chapter 4. But jump down with, with me to the book of Matthew chapter 9, and uh, let's look at verse 35. I don't know if you have your Bible on Wednesday nights. Be, I mean, you should if you're, if you're attending church. Um, but man, with technology, I can only imagine that so many of us uh, are, are listening more than taking notes and being interactive uh, prayerfully when we get back to in person on, on Wednesday nights. It'll train your focus, you bring your Bible and take notes and that kind of a thing. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, if you're not able to see it, at least listen to it. It says, then Jesus went about all, all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Now, I know somebody might be thinking, well, wait a minute, Pastor Stan, didn't you just read that verse? <laughs> no, I just read Matthew chapter four, verse 23. What I just now read was Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. They sound almost exactly alike. What does that tell you? Well, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. What I am, the, the word that I'm trying to establish in your heart is that Jesus preached the kingdom everywhere he went. And so churches today should be about the kingdom. Oh, glory to God. And should be about preaching the kingdom. Um, it, it establishes that all the cities, Jesus went about all the cities. That leaves out no city. He went about all the villages. Have we been over here? No, we haven't been. All right, well, let's go over there. He gets over there, takes up an, uh, an opportunity. You know, hey, if you all would gather around, I want to share some things. Uh, and he starts preaching the kingdom, the kingdom of God to the Jewish people. And then he would go from there to another city. Have we been over at that city? No, we haven't been over there, Jesus. All right, we'll schedule it. Uh, let's, let's get over there on the next weekend. He'd go in on a Sabbath and preach in the synagogue, maybe on Sunday after he leaves the Sabbath, you know. Uh, he, he'd get up and, and go down to a certain place and preach. Oh, somebody got to help me. Mm. He preached the gospel of the kingdom. He healed every sickness and disease among the people. Then go with me uh, to the beginning of the book of Mark, which again, from a different perspective, echoes and essentially says the same. Mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. In Mark chapter one, verse 14, uh, Mark points out that after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Here it is again, third time we're seeing it. I think there's something to be said about this subject. He preached the gospel, the good message, good mess. He preached good messages about the kingdom of God. Over the next several weeks, there are going to be some really good messages. Woo, hallelujah. I'll just, I'll just interject this. Um, so as I'm praying, I'll, I'll get a, a, an unction and I'll look, type it in my phone. And, uh, and uh, I, I just took a note that 
over the next several weeks. We'll get into one of them tonight. But I heard in my heart the fact that there are a number of times, I didn't know how many until I actually looked it up. There are a number of times where Jesus would say, the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of heaven is like an unto. Or the kingdom of God is as if. And he would paint these illustrations. And I, I don't, I don't, I haven't studied too much in this regard, but I'm starting to focus now about the kingdom. And on Wednesday nights over the next week or two, uh, not week or two, but the next several weeks, we're going to look at all of the passages in the Bible where Jesus specifically says, this is what the kingdom is like. That's why we're calling it, what is it like? We're going to see exactly from Jesus's own words, what is it like? Oh, let me just give you a heads up. Um, well, I'll give it to you in a minute. Let me, let me give you a couple more scriptures just to substantiate this preaching the kingdom. In Luke chapter eight and verse number one, let's go over there. It says, now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the 12 were with him. Now there are 24 chapters in the book of Luke. And so 8, 16, 24. So this is about a third of the way into the book of Luke. And it says that it came to pass after the first third of the book of Luke, Jesus went through every city, every village, preaching the kingdom of God. There's another, there, there's three witnesses. Matthew confirmed it. Mark confirmed it. Now Luke, he said everywhere, everywhere. I, 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 I can't tell you what he preached in this series, this city. I can't tell you what he preached in that village. I mean, it'd be too much to write. John said that. John said, if we had it recorded, all of what Jesus, it, the books wouldn't be able to contain it. Well, I mean, back in his day, I could see the limit. Um, but, you know, in today's world, I mean, you, we could have had a video, several video cameras on Jesus 24 hours a day in reality TV from birth and put it on a thumb drive. Come on, somebody. <laughs> so, um, but we don't have it recorded, right? But, and, and they couldn't in their capacity. And even if we did capture all of that, the impact of Jesus's life and ministry the, the, it cannot be told. We're talking into the billions and billions uh, uh, and, and even beyond. So um, it, the, the, as, as it is said in Scripture, you know, the world couldn't contain it. It would be no way possible to get it all down. But even though they couldn't say what he said in this village, in this city, he went in every city and every village preaching Glad tidings, good messages about the kingdom. Woo! Anybody excited? I wish I was in church. Anybody excited about hearing some good messages about the kingdom? I am. Uh, so that's Luke chapter 8. Okay, so that was Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Now, <clears throat> these next three are just bonus scriptures, okay? Um, so Matthew, Mark, and Luke all confirm 
that everywhere Jesus went, he talked about the kingdom. So every week this year, as far as I can see, we're going to talk about the kingdom. You know, I was trying to think, um, how could we do this on a Sunday, right? Because, you know, I want the majority of the congregation to be taught concerning the things concerning the kingdom of God. And I started it in December, but I just had an unction. There's no way that we could, you know, do a thorough study of the kingdom in a Sunday morning series without it running for almost all the year. And so I just had an unction for those of you that are faithful to God, that, that, that get online. And, and I'm going to ask you, be faithful to God throughout this year. Don't just listen to, you know, oh, I, I really need to hear about marriage relationships. All right, focus on the kingdom. Ooh, I really need to hear about uh, healing. Uh, I, I got these symptoms of sickness. Yeah, focus on the kingdom. Ooh, man, I wish pastor could really preach about finances. I, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling. I need a breakthrough. Fin yeah, focus on the kingdom. Y'all see where I'm going with this? Seek the kingdom and all this other stuff. So be faithful to God. Be faithful to what the Spirit of God is moving in your congregation to speak things concerning the kingdom over these next several weeks and months. Here are the bonus scriptures in Acts chapter 12. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Acts chapter 8, verse 12. Acts chapter 8, verse 12. It says, but when they believed Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. I believe as we're preaching concerning the kingdom, there'll be people that will hear this message, hear these messages and give their life to Jesus Christ. And, and the expansion, whoo, glory, the expansion of God's kingdom is really what this is all about. It's the kingdom of God expanding through, the, through this world before the end comes. So when the people, when they believed uh, as he preached things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus, both men and women were baptized. So we're going to be preaching things concerning the kingdom. We're going to be talking about what is it like. Then another witness is in Acts chapter 20 and verse number 25. In Acts chapter 20, verse 25, it says, And now, behold, I know that you that ye all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, shall see my face no more. This is Paul. Uh, this is the last time he's going to talk to the people in Ephesus. We know he wrote a letter to them. He, he wouldn't be able to see them, but he could send them letters because he had to go in different places to preach the kingdom. But one thing that we can see, not only in Philip, was he faithful to preach what Jesus preached. <clears throat> Paul also was faithful to preach things concerning the kingdom of God and, and the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then one more, one last witness is in Acts chapter 28 and verse number 31. Acts chapter 28 and verse number 31. It talks about here uh, that Paul was preaching the kingdom of God 
and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence and no man forbidding him. <clears throat> if you don't know this, there's 28 chapters in the book of Acts. And the majority of those chapters, beginning in about Acts, whew, um, that was Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. Paul, Saul was breathing out threatenings in Acts chapter 8. By the time he gets born again on the road to Damascus, Huh, yeah. And then he 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 start Paul started in the ministry in Acts chapter 13. And from Acts chapter 13 to Acts chapter 28, the the majority of what the book of Acts is about is talking about the ministry and teachings of Paul the apostle. Here's another fun fact. Um, did you know that Paul, the apostle Paul, wrote two thirds of the New Testament? This is like really cool. Paul wrote two thirds of the entire New Testament. That's if you count not by book, but by chapter and verse, by length. If you count by chapters and uh, if you count by books or um, if you count by books, he wrote half of the New Testament. But if you count all the chapters, all the verses, if you do it by length, he wrote two thirds. So what am I saying? At the end of Paul's life, it says that he was still preaching the kingdom of God and he was teaching the things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ and what Jesus preached. And he was doing it with confidence and nobody was forbidding him from doing it. Amen. So um, I, I just wanted to show you from the scripture uh, what the Bible has to say about those that were preaching the kingdom. Now, um, I have in my heart over the next several weeks to focus specifically on Jesus's statements about what the kingdom is like. That's why we call this the, the series, The Kingdom, What Is It Like? And so there are actually, and I didn't know this before today, there are 12 different statements in scripture that begin like, the kingdom of God is like unto, and then it'll fill in the blanks. There's nine different passages or verses of scripture that start that way. The kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of God is like. Nine different times. Then I had an unction because sometimes there's a play on words. Um, if you use the word liken, the kingdom liken. Because sometimes Jesus would say, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto. And so if you're searching through one means, you know, you might miss something. And so I looked at it and sure enough, there were two additional passages of scripture where Jesus said the kingdom is likened. This is what it's like. And then there's a last, uh, there's nine of one, two of the other. And then I remembered the Holy Spirit brought it to my mind. One time Jesus was teaching and he said, the kingdom of God is as if. Somebody say, as if. So in all 12 of these various statements, Jesus, with great specificity, I like using that word, with, uh, Jesus, with great specificity, talks about 
what it's like in the kingdom of heaven. So now let, let's break that down before we delve into this again. When you talk about the word kingdom, always remember that it's a compound word made up of king, which we know what a king is, and dom, which is short for domain or dominion. Uh, it's referring, when you use the word kingdom, uh, you're referring to a king and his area of dominion, his domain. Glory. Hallelujah. So when Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God, he's talking about the area in which God dominates. Now, immediately, this should bring back to your remembrance. God doesn't dominate in every area on earth. Now, he is sovereign. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent um, and uh, omnipotent, omnipresent and omniscient. He's all knowing. That's what makes God. He's self-existent. It, that's what makes God God. Please understand that God is in control, uh, but he's in 100 percent control of everything that happens in heaven. Even Jesus indicated that there are things happening on earth that are not the will of God. I had another um, news alert on my phone today about 13 people that died last night in Philadelphia through some fire, you know, in a row house, uh, you know, houses all side by side, like townhouses or row house, whatever. And seven of those 13 that died were children. That is not the will of God. Please understand that. You know, people have this idea that, well, you know, God took my loved one. That is not God. Um, and they get thrown off because Job said when he was in a bad way, his understanding was bad, wasn't thinking right. Uh, he said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. Now, it's true that Job said that. But in that particular case, when Job lost everything and all of his kids died, that wasn't God that did that. It said, it said specifically, Satan left the presence of God and then all of these things took, came about. Jesus himself said it in John chapter 10, verse 10. Make sure you get, your, get this right in your understanding. Jesus said, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. If you see destruction, if you see death, if you see theft, it's the enemy that has done that. Mm. <laughs> so, um, please understand, God is in 100% control of what happens in heaven. And even the final outcome is in control. But the everyday operations are subject to the will of man and evil forces that have been left in this world. And so if you want to know what it's like in the area where God dominates, then I invite you to tune in on Wednesday nights. Because outside of the boundaries of these areas, there are areas on the planet where, G where God doesn't dominate. Uh, there are in whole industries. There are uh, so whole segments of society. I mean, they took prayer and the Bible out of school. It, it, and, and, and even out of, out of uh, government, 
where now there's this just great separation and, and it's almost as if we weren't founded on the principles of in God we trust. So here's the trajectory of this series. We're going to see in direct illustrations what the kingdom is like. And also we're going to examine how each of these direct illustrations are applicable in our everyday lives. In other words, we're not just studying it from a, 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 a subject standpoint. We want to find out what it's like in the kingdom so we can operate like that in the kingdom. So that we can function in the kingdom in, at that level. And so we're going to start tonight with one of them and then we'll, we're, we're almost out of time and we'll pick up next week and, and just keep going until we look at all 12 of these passages of scripture that talk about what it's like in the kingdom. Are you excited about that? All right, let's, let's just deal with one of them and, and see how that applies to us. Turn with, me, turn with me, if you would, to the book of Mark chapter four. Now, of course, in Mark chapter four, verse 23, we, well, it was Matthew chapter four, verse 23. In Mark chapter 4, we remember from times past uh, in the series of the gospel of blessing, we remember that in Mark chapter 4, even from this past Sunday, uh, Jesus tells the parable of the sower sows the word. These are they that planted, uh, these are they that fell amongst the wayside, these are they. And when his disciples, they came to him, like, what, what is this? You told the people this story. Now, whew, glory. I want you to think about this. In Mark chapter 4, in this parable that begins in verse 1, he is preaching the kingdom. Remember, Mark chapter 1, everywhere he went, he's preaching the kingdom. In Mark chapter 4, verse 26, he's specifically, specifically going to use the word kingdom of God. But what he's talking about in chapter 4, verse 1, is... This is how it works in the kingdom. We'll find that out in a minute. But if you, if, you, if you remember correctly, he tells the story of these four groups, four types of ground. The wayside, the one that's among uh, uh, stony ground, amongst amongst thorns, and then the good ground. And, and when his disciples came, he said, if you don't know this parable, then how are you going to know all the parables? This is the master key that unlocks them all. And we read it on Sunday. The sower sows the word. I heard somebody say it in my heart. The sower sows the word. Now, what does that mean to you? If you were involved in our 2021 Wednesday night uh, uh, course, we learned that the synonymous term, the word and the gospel. Jesus went everywhere preaching the gospel. Jesus went everywhere preaching the word, the word. And in and, and, and Acts chapter 10, verse 38, that word I say, Paul said, uh, Peter said, that word I say, you know, which began in Galilee and, you know, went out how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. That word is the word of the kingdom. Wish I had the time. To look up that reference, the word of the kingdom. So the sower sows the word of the kingdom. The sower sows 
good messages about the kingdom. And these are they that fell about the wayside. Satan came immediately, st stole that word, stony ground. They received it. And then when tough times came, they let it go. The cares of this world, uh, uh, the thorns and the thistles, it choked. <laughs> Come on, y'all got to pray for your pastor. Amen. It choked the word and it was unproductive. Uh, and, and, and then the good ground. So we, we remember all of that. Well, just several verses after that, in the middle, if he finished that, that, that parable in verse 20. Let's look at verse 26. Uh, I wish we could go through the whole thing, but we'll just jump to 26. Verse 26 through 30 says, And he said, The kingdom of God is as if, there it is, a man should scatter seed on the ground, verse 27, and should sleep, and, uh, sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow, and he himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, and after the, that, the full grain in the head. And when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Now in Matthew 6, Jesus tells us to seek the kingdom. And then throughout his ministry, he would give specific illustrations like this of what it looks like. How are you going to look for something and you don't know what it looks like? Oh, come on, y'all help me now, right? You know, hey, you know, go, uh, go bring me that backflow preventer. If you don't know what a backflow preventer looks like, it doesn't matter. If, if I, it's, it's out there in the garage. If you would please go into the garage and bring me the black backflow preventer. First thing you say is, Pastor Stan, what is the backflow preventer, right? Or if you want to skip that, you know, I don't need to know what it, what it is, right? What, <laughs> I can hear somebody, what does it look like? If you can tell, oh, glory to God, I see somebody shouting on the other side. I wish I could see you. But man, if you can tell me what it looks like, whether I understand it or not, I can go and get it. Why? Because you told me what it's like. So he tells us in Matthew 6, which is like really fundamental. If, you, if, you, if you're in a financially tight spot, you really need to pay attention to this series. If something's going on in the body and, and you're not understanding it, you're living right, you're eating right, and still you got some pains and some discomforts and the doctor's saying something, really need to focus in on this here. Not, not, I'm not saying don't focus on healing. Healing scriptures, we should all be feeding on the word uh, that was made flesh and uh, that, that by his stripes we were healed. But all these things shall be added that the Gentiles seek. Amen? Um, did I read the whole passage? I did. So what I, this is the, the picture of what these studies will look like. A after telling them a story, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 3 through 12, 11, 12, and then from 13 to 20, it's all one big story about a man who went out with some seed, 
put it in the ground, and only 25% of it was really productive. You know, and then at the end of that, he tells them, this is what the kingdom is like, is as if a man will cast seed. I was just talking about seed, right? Well, man, you know, if you're paying attention, and he just told a story about a man that was putting seed in the ground. And then he tells that this is what it's like in the kingdom. How many of y'all know the two go together? All right, all right, all right. So the two go together. So now notice, this is what it's like in the kingdom. A man should scatter seed on the ground. My question to you, I want you to ponder this between now and next week, and we'll pick up from here. My question to you is how does this <clears throat> apply to your life? Because the way it works in the kingdom is as if a man should scatter seed in the ground. Oh, glory to God. Here, write this down or somebody type it in the comments because this is the main point of introduction as we delve into these 12 different occasions when Jesus gave clear, direct illustration of what it's like. Write this down. The law of sowing and reaping is a principal law in the kingdom of God. The law of sowing and reaping. It is a principal law in the area where God dominates. And I don't know if we get it. And when I say we, I'm talking about uh, obviously the body of Christ at large, but I'm talking about you and me at Faith Family Church. I, 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 well, I believe I get it and I'm focusing on it. Studying, I'm studying this law of sowing and reaping. And it led us to taking time every Sunday before the main message to talk about the law of sowing and reaping. This is the way that the kingdom of God works. Now, outside of the area where God dominates, work real hard and hope for the best. <laughs> Maybe that's success, keys of success in the world. But in the area, that's what he said. The kingdom of God is as if in the area where God dominates, it's like a man who scatters, who, uh, as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. My question to you is how does what he's saying and describing apply to your everyday life? We're going to look at this next week. Uh, we'll pick up with this particular passage, and we need to talk about it. Um, and uh, I, I'll just leave what I was going to say uh, to next week because I just want to take this last couple of minutes before you log off. If you're not born again, we're preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus was sent for your benefit, that you would not perish but have everlasting life. And we're not just talking about dying physically. You know, when you buy a, a, a bunch of bananas and they, 
they begin to ripen on, on, on while they're in the bunch. Um, and then they can get to the point where they begin to perish and they begin to rotten. And, and, and it's not completely gone yet of, or of no use or shriveled up, but it's in the process of perishing. Uh, in grocery terms, we call it perishable items. The people of this world are perishable. And Jesus was sent by God so that you would not perish, so that you would not begin to rot and decay. And so I want to I invite you to make Jesus your Lord and Savior by praying this prayer. Mean it from your heart and God will save you right where you are. Say it out loud. God in heaven. I do believe that Jesus Christ, he is the son of God. He died for me, bearing my sins for me. They put him in the grave, but I believe you raised him from the dead. Come into my heart, save me from my sins. Lord, I repent of all of my sins and I accept your offer of forgiveness. Thank you, Father, for saving me from my sins. Now I ask you to give me the Holy Spirit so I can live a victorious Christian life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, get into a good word church like Faith Family Church. Uh, we'd love to have you as a part of Faith Family. We're praying for all of our visitors continually that God would guide them to the, to, to the place where he's assigned them. And for those of you that receive me as your pastor, I want to thank you for being online tonight. I'm going to leave you with this blessing. I speak this blessing. May revelation knowledge flow to you freely and uninterrupted. May God give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. May you see things in the word like never before. And may 2022 be one of your best years ever. I speak these good things over your life in Jesus name. I look to see you all next time on Wednesday night. Don't forget Sunday service is going to be amazing. We're going to have a good time in God. We'll see you next time.